What's up, WizKids? Welcome to another edition of the Off the Bench podcast. Chris Garing here filling in for Jamoke Davis, for Zach Rosen. Jeremy Hyman joins me today. First of all, I think we, we need to give some credit where credit's due. The Capitals are Stanley Cup champions. Congratulations to the Capitals. It's been a fun weekend. It's going to be a fun week. We have the Parade Tuesday coming up. Jeremy, it's kind of, uh, you know, we're here to talk about the Wizards, and later on we will have Oregon's Troy Brown Jr., Seton Hall's Angel Delgado, and Texas Tech's Zaire Smith joining us on the pod from today's draft workouts. But before we get to that, just a quick um, a quick ode to the Capitals. Yeah, they, we, they, they deserve deserve a shout-out. Um, we could, I mean, we could do a whole pod on the yeah. whole playoff run. It was an amazing run. Still soaking it all in. Um, it's, you know, it's like our brother team because yep. it's the same organization. We, we work closely with a lot of their employees. We're very close to the team. You know, we play in the same building. You know, there's a lot of support kind of that goes both ways. And we know a lot of our D.C. fans are fans of both teams. Um, yep. So certainly deserve a very very big shout out for i mean a stanley cup championship just doesn't get bigger it's yeah. uh the first title in dc in almost 30 years yeah uh, the first one in in caps history which is it's the best the first one is absolutely the best one no doubt um you know the fir- whether it's the first for the franchise or the first one you get to experience mm-hmm. that first title you won't forget it mm-hmm. you will absolutely never forget it i don't think any caps fans will ever forget where they were thursday night um and i it's it's so especially i mean i'm not a dc native i i actually you know i grew up in boston where winning has become so yeah i don't know what the word is uh frequent <laughs> yeah i mean it's because it you know like it's so there's people the fans there are so spoiled by how yeah. many titles and then when i come here and you really it's sort of the opposite you experience what it's like not only not winning but having really good teams for these you know i've been here seven years and they've they've had some great teams all through the city i mean the nationals the caps um you know the wizards have had some good teams but you know especially the nats and the caps have really had some title hopes and to to get close a few times but to never you know never get out of that out of that second round for the caps to finally you know break through beat pittsburgh and then win the title. Um, you know, it brings back a lot of my memories from 04 watching the Red Sox yeah. when they couldn't, you know, they could never, ever, it was so close, never could get over the hump. And then they finally beat the Yankees. The year after, they just a heartbreak in 03. They beat the Yankees, and then they win the World Series. And I, it was a lot of the similar, you know, watching the yeah. video, the, the feeling that I saw the fans, you know, it was... You know, the Red Sox waited 86 years for that title. The Caps, uh, I, they started, I believe, 74, so yep. it was about 45, 44 years, whatever it was. Yep. Um, and it, breaked a, it broke a, a fairly significant drought for, for D.C. as well, for a city that has so many teams. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people who have been waiting around, and being in the city, being downtown on Thursday night, being in the arena was really something. I, I am also not from D.C., but... It was really, really awesome to see. I've kind of ad- adopted the caps, um, but to watch people who who are from this area and have wanted this title for so long, especially from the caps who have who have been a really, really good team for a, a yeah. while now, um, really awesome scene. And 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 outside, all the people outside the arena in the streets. I mean, it was just a wild, wild scene. 
and um and now obviously we've all been following ov and the Cavs uh <laughs> parading the cup around the city um it's just really cool it's something that you don't get to experience a lot of and so right the parade is tuesday morning tuesday afternoon um so we'll see i'm sure we'll see plenty of people out there for that and it's going to be a uh it's going to be quite the celebration it's well deserved yep it's um it's really awesome and yeah. so congratulations to the capitals congratulations to all of our co-workers um who got to work really hard and and certainly they still have work left now after after winning the title yeah um but kudos to them on an awesome season it's really it's really awesome and so with that we will now turn our attention to today's wizards draft workouts the 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 draft is coming up it's 10 days away from when we're taping this here on a monday morning and um it was a really good group of draft workouts today for the wizards a lot of first round prospects as i said we'll talk to troy brown um we'll talk to zaire smith a guy who has been passed around in some mock drafts for the wizards so certainly good to see those guys in here and obviously we can't you know talk too much about the actual workout but talking to them um it sounded like as 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 is usually the case when we hear from guys after a Wizards workout, an up-tempo workout, and, um, you know, just a, a really good barometer, I think a last barometer for the coaches for the front office as they get ready. Yeah, yeah, these are these are some guys that are right around where the Wizards are picking in 15 with their 15th pick. They're projected, you know, to be a mid-first-round mid guy. So these are uh, certainly two guys to keep an eye on. They play, um, you know, uh, Troy's a little bit taller, but, you know, plays the guard wing position, as does Zaire. Um, a couple of guys that we didn't, you know, I didn't get to see a ton of them in college. Like, we don't right. get to watch a ton of college basketball other than the tournament and, you know, the big the big primetime games. But um, but two two guys that are that are pretty explosive and, and to keep certainly keep an eye on, mm-hmm. you know, when draft night comes. And it's so young. One These are one-and-done yeah. guys that – uh, Zaire just turned 19 last week, and Troy is not turning 19 for another month. So, um, a couple of guards that with a lot of upside and that have have some areas to improve, and then a big man in Angel Delgado that we spoke with. Um, that you know, a kid from the Dominican that has a great story. He's a little bit older. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's going to be 24 this year, so one of the older draft prospects, but. But a guy that um, you know, a great, great rebounder, and you read great things about him and how he's developed his game at Seton Hall. So um, another guy, another guy that uh, we'll be watching draft night. Yeah, and I think that the thing to note about both Zaire and Troy is is their versatility. Both of those guys, you'll hear them talk about it, but comfortable playing multiple positions in today's NBA. That's so important, and um, both really explosive athletes. Zaire Smith, not a prolific shooter at Texas Tech, but did shoot a good percentage from from deep. And uh, Troy Brown, you know, you'll hear him talk about that's that's definitely an area of focus for him to kind of get the get the jumper right. But the sky seems to be the limit for both of them. Um, it was really good to talk to all of them. We had got some good interviews coming up, so stay tuned. And on the other end of this, we'll have Zaire Smith, and uh, we'll go from there talking to Angel and Troy. So with that, enjoy the interviews, and we'll uh, we'll see you on the other side. Welcome back, WizKids. We are back here at Capital One Arena. Draft workouts are back underway for the Wizards. Exciting week for the Capitals here in Washington, but we're back to basketball here at the arena. I'm here with Jeremy Hyman, and joining us now 
is Texas Tech guard Zaire Smith. Zaire, how you doing? I'm doing good. Had a great workout. Enjoyed it. Having fun with it. Yeah, welcome to DC. And just take us through the workout process that you've been through so far. It's, it's been a busy summer for you getting into this process and going through combine workouts, visiting teams. So how has that process been going? How are you holding up and uh, how are you enjoying it? So far, the process has been good. I have four workouts. This is making my fourth and just got three more and just enjoying the process. Zaire, according to our sheet, I'd like to wish you a late happy birthday. Thank yeah, you. happy uh, birthday. Last, last week was Zaire's birthday. 19 years old. Yes, so sir. you just turned 19. Yo. Uh, what, I mean, just being such a young kid, you're, I mean, just a year out of high, removed from high school, is it, and now you're, you know, you're projected to maybe be a lottery pick, a first round guy. How are you trying to take all that in, just, um, I guess, being a young guy? Uh, I'm just taking it in real good. <clears throat> Been staying humble, continue work hard, and just doing me. Really haven't hit me yet. What was the, what was the biggest thing that that led you to to know that you're ready for to make this jump after just one year in college and obviously an impressive freshman season at Texas Tech? But um, take us through that process. I know it's a big decision to make, and and you know regardless of where you're projected in the mock drafts and all that stuff coming out, it's a big life decision. Jump right. into the NBA draft. Um, take us through that decision. Oh, man, it was a kind of big decision. I heard great feedback, so I talked to my family. I prayed upon it and took things from there. And get, let's run through your season at Texas Tech. I mm-hmm. mean, you, you come in as a guy, you don't know how much you're going to play. Then all of a sudden, you guys, your team, you know, you get on a hot run in the tournament. You get all kinds of exposure. You take down Florida mm-hmm. and then Purdue. I mean, some some of the you know big teams in the in the tournament. What was your career like in the tournament experience for you? The tournament experience was great. We haven't been there for a while. We made history, Elite Eight. Yeah. I wish we would have went to the Final Four and won a championship. But other than that, it went great. Had fun time in the locker rooms out there and win. Yeah, they were taken down by Villanova. Like everybody <laughs> seems like. Yeah. I don't know if anyone could have beaten Villanova this year. But um, but Zaire, so you. You were a guy, and you're still, you know, when we read the reports on you and stuff, people say, you know, he's an athlete, he's a dunker, he does this. I, I you know, I, we don't get to watch, we didn't watch every Texas Tech game. We've seen some of the highlights. I've watched you guys in the tournament. Um, I see your numbers. I mean, you shoot 45% from three-point range. You only take 43s. The mm-hmm. NBA, you know how it is. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a three-point shooting league now. Is that something that three-point shooting is that an area of your game that you're that you're comfortable with making that next jump? Yes, I'm really comfortable with it. Uh, I played the four in college slash three, so I really couldn't take much, but I can shoot it. I just didn't shoot enough in college, but that's why I'm doing these team workouts, just showing that I'm capable of shooting. What's the, what's the biggest thing? Obviously, th- showing you could be a three-point shooter, be versatile for NBA teams, and I think versatility now in the NBA is kind of the name of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, is that what are, what are the other things that, that you've decided that you needed to work on coming out of college and then um, coming into these coming into all these workouts? What is it that you're trying to, to prove that you are improving on that you're working on um, for these coaches in front offices? I'm working on my ball handling, showing that I can handle the ball and read the right stuff. I'll pick and rolls and defending and of course shooting. And you're you're a Texas guy. You're from Texas. You played college in Texas. I know the NBA has three teams in Texas, mm-hmm. so you got a chance. You could stay in Texas, but 
there's a better chance you're probably going to wind up somewhere else. Have you thought about kind of your first time getting, you know, living elsewhere and that, that sort of maturity process? Uh, I haven't thought about it. I'm really mature and I don't care what state I'm in, but I know my mom's coming with me. So whatever <laughs> I stay, my mom's coming. Oh, that's great. What kind of, uh, what kind of feedback have you gotten from, from all these coaches that obviously you're, it's, it's a whirlwind process. You're in front mm-hmm. of a lot of people playing a lot of different workouts and and so what what kind of feedback do you get from coaches front office about kind of your your spot in the process and what they like to see from you as you continue to develop and grow into this league i've been hearing good uh things about me they say they like what they see every workout they say they're impressed i didn't know i can do that i didn't know you can do this but they just really impressed with me and i you got to work out for the wizards here i know you've worked out for a lot of teams but from the mocks we see, the stuff we read, you know, we don't know anything more than anyone else. But uh, there's some, uh, there are mocks out there that have you projected to the Wizards at 15. Have you thought about DC? Do you know the city? Do you know the team? You know, playing if you were to play with John and Brad in the backcourt, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that. Yesterday I went through the monument, visited the city, the oh. White House, and stuff. But awesome. yeah. I, I heard a projection too, but I try not to stay into that till after I'm done with our workouts and the 20th or 21st. Okay. <laughs> do you, do you, yeah, I know you said you didn't get this. You don't watch a ton of NBA. Have you seen the Wizards play at all? Do you know the style at all, or is that stuff you kind of have to get get used to? Yes, but I always can learn more. I know they're a fast-paced team and like to get up and down the floor. Nice. Is that kind of something that comes through in the workouts when when you go from team to team? What are some of the differences? I mean, obviously coming into the to the Wizards, a lot of times we hear that. We hear players say that it was a fast-paced workout, it was up-tempo, but um, what are some of the differences? What was kind of the difference today uh, with, with working with the Washington coaches? It is a fast pace. Some teams go half-court, the Wizards went full-court, and he wanted to get quick-quick. And some teams like to run offense as well. We ran a little bit of offense that they do, dribble handoffs and all that. But it's just different. It's just a fast-paced, up-tempo team. All and right. is that something that suits that's something that suits your game, right? right. I mean, you, you know, being tell us if you're if you're giving your your elevator pitch, your one minute pitch to teams, what what are you telling them and what do you want them to know, our fans to know about you if they didn't get to watch a lot of Texas Tech? Yeah, I'm a hard worker, I defend, I do anything that the coach tells me to do and I <laughs> basically I I can knock down open threes and I'm just a hard worker. Play hard. Yeah. All right, that's that's uh, that's it. You got anything else for us, Sayer? Anything? Any special talents or uh, funny fun facts about you you'd like to share? Fun fact, fun fact. Uh, my first love was football, and I haven't started playing basketball in seventh grade. Ah, that's did you a start? Good one. Did you start playing football? <laughs> yes, I, I awesome. grew up playing football, running back. Texas guy, Texas, yeah. Texas, Texas guy. Yeah, that's true. Of All right, Sayer, thanks so much for joining us, and best of luck moving forward with the draft process. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank thanks, you. Zaire. All right, welcome back. We are here back at the Capital One Arena. Angel Delgado from Seton Hall joins us now. Angel, how's it going? Everything great. Thank how, you for the opportunity. How was the workout? It was great. It was really competitive. We got five guys. I, got, I went against five guys. They're really good players, and I'm really proud to be here in this position. How, how does it feel being uh, you know, one of the older draft prospects, a guy with so much experience compared to some of these guys? How do you think that can benefit you? Oh, it feel great. It feel great playing with a lot of guys. Those guys is a little bit younger than me, but they they play at the high level. And so any whatever you put the position is, they still gonna help you out because they they in the draft for some reason, and then this position for some reason. So they are gonna get me better anyway. 
four years at Seton Hall, a really successful career at Seton Hall, playing in the Big East. It's a big competitive league. What are some of the ways that you grew through those four years? Obviously, from freshman to now, you've been able to grow quite a bit. Um, what are some of those areas, and, and how has playing in the Big East for all those years prepared you now to make this jump and, uh, and head to the NBA? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was really skinny back, back in my freshman year. I got really bullied, but I, I, put, I, put, I put a lot of work on. I put a lot of work on. I got my body bigger and stronger. The, I was able to, to do kind of whatever I wanted in the post and stuff like that and get a lot of rebounds. But the biggest is the best league in the country. So it's always going to be the best league in the country, the toughest, the toughness uh, league in the country too. And I'm just proud to be part of that league because they, they got me better every single day that I played there. And Angel, if you could, for those of the, our fans that don't know you as well and don't know your background as well, so you grew up in the Dominican Republic, yeah, and then you've only been in the States about six years mm -hmm. or so. Um, if you could just take us through kind of your, your growing up and your getting into basketball, where we know, you know, obviously baseball's so big mm -hmm. down there, but we don't know as many basketball players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, baseball is really big in the Dominican Republic, but now basketball has grown a lot after they see a lot of guys in college and Carl Anthony Towns and mm -hmm. Art Horford playing really good at the high level right now. So I, I'm from the Dominican. I, I came at the si at 16 years old here. Mm -hmm. uh, went to si to took to high school in here for two years. Then I took my decision to go to Seton Hall. And I think it was one of the best decisions because I went to the team they fit, 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 that I can fit in yeah. and one of the, the best league in the country. So I know it's going to get me better and going to get me the player that I want to be. Being from the Dominican, what are some I – mean, you mentioned Al Horford. And, um, do, you, do you get a chance to, to pick his brain, to talk to him as, as, as countrymen? Um, is that something that you guys – that you've gotten to reach out to him and um, kind of get – tips from him for all the way from you know being in college to obviously now coming into the NBA where he's um, you know he's a star in this league and, and really a good example yeah, yeah he he's he's one of the more disciplined guys I have met in my life he do everything right everything kind of don't do nothing wrong basically yeah. uh, yep. he's, he's a guy that you got to look, look up to he do the positive things he do the right thing at the right moment at the bad moment too, he always straight up or everything. And I've been knowing him for a long time because he played in the national team, mm -hmm. and I played in the national team too. So he he just been great, great person, great person not only with me with everybody in the country. He's like example to to follow every time. And Car Car Anthony Towns, he, we've been playing since we're 14 years old okay. in the national team, so we know each other pretty well. Well, that's a great, great yeah, guy awesome. to uh, to play with. And what are some of the things that uh, the feedback that you're getting from some of the the scouts or some of the teams you're working out for? What are they telling you about what they're seeing from you? Uh, they they know <clears throat> they know I'm the best the best rebounder, and I know I'm the best rebounder in the country. But they keep telling me I got to do I got to be an all around player too. I got I got to do the little things. I got to do stuff that that made me a great player. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm, I'm working really hard these last two months. I've been out in LA, just working on my body and, and my skills. So I'm doing a pretty good job right now. What are some of the things that, that differentiate the Wizards workout from some of the others that you've done? And, and what were some of the, the highlights of today? And then some of the feedback that you got from, from the coaches here in Washington um, as you go forward now in this process and, and what they want to see? How um, can tell you this? Uh, uh, the the guys the guys that came here with me, they they really competitive, so 
having the opportunity to come here and be in front of these coaches and GMs and all of them, he, they, I'm just feel blessed. I just feel blessed. And the feedback is just like keep working hard, keep doing what you can do best, never forget what you do best. So, And they know that the best I can do is rebound and play defense in the post and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. I just got to be prepared for every everything they tell me to do and, and be the player they want me to be. All right, we're only 10 days, I believe, now from the NBA draft. Yep. Can, can you believe it's coming up that fast? And do you have plans for the actual draft night yet? Uh, I really can't believe it's coming so <laughs> fast. Yeah, <laughs> because it's, it's, been, it's been a long process, but yeah. I just get taken out. I'm having fun right now because mm -hmm. I feel like it's a practice every day. It's like a practice every day. Yeah. And that's what the league's about. You play today and you got to fly tomorrow to play another game. So right. you really got to be mentally prepared. But it's only 10 days, and I'm trying to stay with my family. Okay. Stay with my family because my mom and my dad came for that day. So Great. It's, I'm just trying to enjoy the moment with them and, and my family, just be there as a family guy. Excellent. That's awesome. And, and so going forward, what are, what are the next 10 days going to look like for you? And kind of do you have more workouts planned? Is it something where you, you, know, you, keep, you just kind of lay low and, and kind of see how it pans out? Um, what's next on the schedule? Uh, I got, I think, four more workouts. Oh, okay. Yeah, awesome. four more workouts, so I just got to finish strong. I just got to finish strong and finish finish positive mentally. And fish, and, and my body got to feel great. I, I'm taking a lot, I'm taking care of a lot about, to my body right now, just getting the cold top, get hot top, and get a lot of ice. But I just, I just feel good and feel great to be in this position, so I'm not letting no opportunity go away. So I'm just working hard and keep doing what I'm doing. That's great, and Angel. We're talking with Angel Delgado from Seton Hall, and that's that's uh, you know that sounds so great coming from a guy who's you know trying to make it, getting ready for the league. Is there anything sort of off the court, any like fun facts about yourself, stuff you want to share? Um, you know, something's maybe not related to basketball that you want to want to tell us about. Hmm. Pretty, a lot, I think a lot of people know about this, but. I like to play a lot of video games, okay. specifically Fortnite. <laughs> nice. <laughs> something that oh, you'll be fit in great in the NBA. Nation. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, <laughs> and I, I like to to just play a lot of video games and be with my friends home. Just just focus on everything because we, the, my friends, the type of friends that hanging out, they just want me to succeed. Nice. And they just want me to be focused on what I got to do. So we use my free time. I used to do playing video games and watch a lot of TV, like games. Nowadays, no games. We just play a lot of dominoes because I'm from uh, the Dominican. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah we we know about that. <laughs> yeah. any, any favorite baseball players growing up? Yeah, yeah. Um, Melky Cabrera. He's, okay. He's, yeah. He's, he's my. Yeah. He's my. He's block. on my squad now. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> in my blood cousin. He's oh, his okay. mom and my mom's sister. So I always grow up looking at him. Okay. Cool. And Great. definitely the big poppy. I cannot miss him. Oh yeah. yeah. Every yeah. That was my favorite growing up. Too. I'm, <laughs> I f was from Boston, so he was our our hero. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Being from you're you're obviously immediately the next the next one from the Dominican Republic behind you who who do we need to watch for coming out of your country um, onto the basketball scene and uh, what names do we need to be looking for from the Dominican as it continues to grow? Man, I, it's a lot of guys. It's a lot of guys that I, I really follow mm -hmm. a lot. So these guys doing a really good job. The young group of guys like the U19 for the Dominican Republic, they coming really strong. The U18, U17. So it's a lot of guys. Uh, Dominican, they doing Dominican Republic doing a great job bringing guys mm -hmm. here and giving the opportunity like they give me to play at the high level, to play high school, have education, because that's the first thing. You now, 
you not only got to think about basketball. Having to have to come here, I tell a lot of kids, coming here and just go to school in here is a bless. So you just enjoying the process that everything going to come if you do the things in the positive way. Awesome. All right, Angel, thanks so much for joining us and all the best of luck, you know, moving forward with the whole process. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Angel. Thank you. All right, welcome back. Interview number three from today's workouts here at Capital One Arena, preparing for the Wizards draft. It's coming up soon. Troy Brown Jr. from the University of Oregon. Troy, welcome. What's up? How you doing? How's it, how's how's the workout? How have the trips been? Um, take us through kind of the last what I guess two or three weeks for you um, leading up to today, and 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 how did today go? Well, the workout today was definitely a good workout. Uh, we had a lot of high level guys in there. You know. Um, just everybody in there playing hard, competing, uh, just trying to be as vocal as possible, uh, bring a lot of energy. And I feel like today was a really good workout. Even some of the staff said that this is one of their better workouts. So uh, I feel like we had a good workout today and, you know, yeah. So, and then throughout the process these past two weeks, uh, it's just been a lot of traveling, you know, uh, getting in the gym, uh, just trying to show my potential and show teams what I can do on the court and just kind of getting my draft stock to rise a little more and, you know, just competing. I, you know, I don't know if I've ever asked one of the prospects this, but I always wonder, do you have frequent flyer numbers to, to, for all these flights that you guys do? Honestly, I don't. Uh, I know some dudes do, though. Uh, yeah, some you got to get yeah. on that. When yeah. I was in Utah, somebody said something about that, and they were like, yeah, you need yeah. to get on that. And yeah. I was like, bro, I'm focused. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, yeah, you got to tell the agent to take care of that. Um, so I'm looking at the sheet. Troy, you are still 18 years old. Yes, sir. Uh, you're going to be drafted when you're only 18 years old. For an 18-year-old kid, just take us through what is that like, this whole going through this process and then getting ready for sort of the biggest, you know, step in your career. Um, honestly, just I don't really think about age, you know, especially like coming into college, you know, you're not playing against guys your age. Mm -hmm. uh, NBA, you're not playing against guys your age. And, you know, like through the AAU process, I've always played up. So yep. age has never really been my thought process. And I've always hung out with older people and stuff like that. So uh, just coming into it, you know, you just try to – just make sure you're on the right level and not really worried about your age. You know, it's all basketball. You see guys now like Donovan Mitchell sure. doing really good yeah. and stuff. So, you know, age isn't really a thing. It's more about, like, who can play. So, yep. so yeah. For, through through your high school career leading up to Oregon and now coming into the NBA, McDonald's All-American, yep. you've played among the best in your age group and, and above mm -hmm. for a long time now. And um, how, does, how does being in that company – Obviously, it helps you raise your, your stock and your visibility, but how does that help you raise your level personally when you're playing against those guys from high school to now and playing, obviously, in the Pac-12 in Oregon? Um, how has that helped you kind of speed up your development when you, when you play against that competition every single day? That's a great question. Uh, honestly, it's, it's, honestly, it's a blessing, you know, to be able to play on that highest level all the time against the best guys and kind of compare yourself. And, you know, at the same time, if, when you take the step back and look at it, you know, just to be able to say that you played on that level and that you competed on that level, you know, it gives yourself a little bit of confidence and to show that you never had a step off. Like you always been at the top and you've always worked hard to get to wherever you needed to be. So uh, for me personally, it's just always been like a work ethic thing. And and, you know, I've always tried to put as much time in as possible and prepare myself for those events and just try to make sure I make the best out of my situation and never go out thinking that 
I didn't give my all, you know, because that would be the worst thing to like get cut or something like that and to not put everything into it. So, so yeah, but playing on that level has definitely been a good experience and just playing against some of the best players that you see now getting mm -hmm. top 10 picks and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And guys just, you know, it just shows like hard work really pays off. So, so yeah. What what was the the decision to stay in the draft and to be a, to go pro? You to play one year at Oregon and then you know it's obviously such a tough decision being such a young guy like that. But what what was that that like for you? Uh, for me, it was a it was one of those moments where I sat down with my dad and we had a real man to man talk. You know, um, at first I didn't put my name all the way into the draft. I just mm -hmm. wanted to kind of see what people thought and mm -hmm. uh, get feedback at first. And it wasn't the best feedback, but at the same time, after that talk with my dad, you know, I was willing to bet on myself more than anybody else. And I feel like at that point in your life as a man, if you can really be 100% in with yourself and you you are ready for the consequences that come with maybe you don't get drafted or maybe you go second round and your contract isn't guaranteed and stuff like that or you're in the D league like mm -hmm. when when you're ready to settle with those consequences I feel like at that point you know you should make that step and so that's how I felt about it honestly nice and we we've talked to some Oregon guys in the past a few of them are now in the NBA yeah. um I, do you have a relationship with any of those Dylan and uh Jordan and those guys that were just drafted out of Oregon uh, yeah, you know, they they, def they come back all the time, especially yeah. Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Shout out to Jordan Bell, uh, <laughs> you know, NBA champion. Champs. I see you, That's boy. Right. Uh, but, yeah, yeah so um, definitely have a relationship with those guys. You know, they're they're really cool people that, like, I can always talk to whenever I need advice and stuff like that. Even though we don't talk all the time, yep. they're always very approachable people and very social. So they do a great job making sure us younger guys are taken care of. So Yeah, it's good to have that, that network. And obviously we talk to guys from big programs that – you know, they have the, the network that's in, but for you, guys that have just been through it, I mean, Tyler exactly. and obviously everybody else. A year so, before. Yeah, right. so, yeah. That's, so that's awesome, and, and it's really good and helpful for you. What are what are some of the things that, when you looked at your game, when you decided to, to be all in in the NBA, and you said, I need to prove that I'm better at this or that I'm improving on this, what are the what are the areas of your game that, that you've worked on yourself, and, uh, and, and what have the coaches' feedback been to, to – for you to improve and continue in this process? Uh, my three biggest things were like, you know, we sat down and we had three main focal points and that was just one, my jump shot. I know my percentage wasn't great this year and I'm a very realistic person. So I knew that was one thing I had to get up, get used to the three point line. Um, two, um, my defense, my lateral quickness, just being able to get that up and be the true two way player that I say I am. And, um, and three was definitely my playmaking, um, being able to pass with both hands and being able to show uh, my ability to make plays for my teammates. And last was just my athletic, athletic ability along with that. So, so yeah. We were just, just talking with Angel about this. Um, we're just 10 days now from the draft. Yes, uh, yep. We can't believe it. It seems like it's just sneaking up on us. <laughs> but um, as someone that, you know, it's going to be probably a life-changing moment for you, do you have a plan for what you're going to do draft night? And have you sort of started to think about that stuff? Um, I'm not really, like, well, especially throughout, like, a process. You know, I just try to take it day by day, mm -hmm. um, especially when you have workouts still left and stuff yeah. like that. I try to stay in the moment more so and think into the future, you know. So a lot of that stuff I let my dad and my angel, agent take care of and stuff like that. And then when I get to, like, my last workout, then we'll kind of sit down and discuss it with my team. But right now I still got a couple more workouts left, and I'm focused on those. So, so yeah. Great. What was the what was the biggest difference today when you when you go from team to team and you're visiting all these guys mm -hmm. so close together? Yeah. What, what was the difference from today's workout with the Wizards and um, – what are what are some of the different things that you go through, and is are there are there things that are all the same, 
or is it really just you go in and, and you and you learn and you, it's, and you have to just kind of adjust every single day? Um, I would definitely say that they have the same feel, but um, a lot of teams do do stuff differently. You know, it's kind of like the same drills and stuff like that, one-on-one, three-on-three, but mm-hmm. it's out of different scenarios and stuff. The, um, I would say today's workout was definitely different because we came in and, you know, we didn't warm up. We just automatically started shooting uh, and stuff like that. So it was definitely different. Uh, we did the little two-minute and 26 run at the end and, you know, just stuff to, like, see where you are mentally and see if you can get over that hump. And so um, I felt like it was a good work out and it was definitely unique for me something I'll definitely take away and you know look back on like yeah they they did that so so yeah how how familiar are you with with you know after just working out with the Wizards coaches how familiar are you with the actual Wizards team and you know the John and Brad backcourt and how they the style apply um I'm actually very familiar with it you know uh, especially with Otto coming out of Georgetown you know um and that was one of my teams that I had left in my uh, selection Mm -hmm. before I went to Oregon Mm -hmm. uh just looking at his game you know um he's one of those tall wings you know um Mm -hmm. and can play a little bit of one very good at scoring so his unique play style kind of fits my game you know it's not exactly the same but you know just watching players like that and Mm -hmm. you know eventually you kind of catch on to what other guys do and John Wall being a superstar Bradley Bill picking it up this season you know just watching guys like that whose name are always you know on the top of headlines and stuff it's it's definitely a great experience and just kind of taking away from those guys and you know they had a a pretty good season last year and so so yeah when you're making your if you had to give an elevator pitch for for our fans who are Mostly here on the East Coast, they may not get to stay up late. Okay. Watch you guys, watch you guys play in Oregon. Uh-huh. What's tell us your game in in a minute in a in a you know a, a quick breakdown of what what you bring to the NBA team and what we're watching for when we see you next season. Uh, well, I would just say I'm a versatile player. Uh, that's the first thing. You know, I definitely can do everything on the court. Um, I would just say I'm I'm a great playmaker, being able to get my teammates shots and make plays for my teammates, and you know. Um, I have a high, Q, a high IQ level, um, just playing the game the right way. I feel like I take pride in defense, and um, and honestly, I just feel like I'm right now I'm working to strive to be my best and make sure that I can reach my prime and that I will hit my ceiling, especially as a young guy coming in. Um, I understand there's a lot of adversity that comes with it, but I feel like I'm ready for it, and I'm ready to show that I'm ready for the next level. So, so yeah. And we, we were reading that you can play the one, two, three. It's just kind of a – a hybrid almost and that's really what the NBA is becoming yeah. just a hybrid of these things is there any preference you have about a position or sort of a uh, I don't know is there something you think that you would you know be the best at right now um, honestly, I, I it doesn't matter to me. Uh, I just want to win basketball games personally. Yeah. Uh, whatever coach needs me to do, it's always been like that for me, especially like with USA basketball and stuff like yeah. that. Just playing the two, the three, the one, like it doesn't really matter. Whatever yeah. you think is best for us to win basketball games, I'm okay with. So, so yeah, that's awesome. And so, Troy, anything else? Give us a give us a fun fact, something that we need to know about Troy Brown, maybe <laughs> off the floor. <laughs> Angel was saying that he's a Fortnite guy. <laughs> we got a lot of Fortnite guys in the NBA. What's your, what's your your hobby when you're off the floor? Special talent. Yeah, yeah. Anything like that. Uh, first of all, I'm a huge Call of Duty fan. Okay, I've been okay. playing Call that's of Duty good. since I was like seven. So, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, that's better than nah. I think. That's better than Fortnite. <laughs> they actually are knocking them off right now. I'm a little upset, <laughs> but uh, yep. no, um, I love to go bowling. Um, I play a lot of Top Golf. I'm a huge movie guy. I like kind of keep up with all the new movies coming out and stuff like that. Nice. But I would just say first and foremost, I'm I, I'm huge on video games. Like that's like my number one hobby. So so yeah, that's awesome. good.
that's, that's great. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Troy, and best of luck with the rest of the draft Appreciate process. Appreciate you me. Thank you. All right, WizKids, that's going to do it today from Capital One Arena. Stay tuned. We will have more draft workouts coming up. The NBA draft is coming up soon, so we'll be able to preview that as well here on Off the Bench. For Jeremy Hyman, for all of our guests today, I'm Chris Gehring. Ciao for now. Thank you.